0: Welcome, everybody, to the Parsha Parable podcast, and it's the Purim edition, so it's the PPPP podcast. So one of my favorite stories uh, over the years was something I read, I think, from humorist Leo Rost, and he tells the story of the Nifkowitz family from the Lower East Side, and they made a fortune, and they moved to Oyster Bay. And obviously to fit in, they changed their name to Northridge. And uh, soon they were invited to join a prestigious country club. And there's a uh, charity event. And Mrs. Nifkowitz is sitting there, or Mrs. Northridge. And she's sitting there. And suddenly the waiter spills hot soup right on the lap of Mrs. Northridge. Gewalt! She gives a cry. And then she looks up and looks around. And she says, whatever that means... What do words mean? What does Gavalt mean? So let's analyze the story of Purim. Of course, it ended at a happy note. The Jews were spared. The villain was hung. The enemies were defeated. And our leaders were exalted. And for us simple folk, well, it says not only that we were spared annihilation, but... For the Jews there was light, there was joy, there was happiness and splendor. Sounds great. After all, everybody could use a little enlightenment, a little joy, a little happiness and splendor, especially after a decree of annihilation. But that's not good enough for the Talmudic sages. Oh no. They said light doesn't mean light, or joy doesn't mean joy, happiness doesn't mean happiness, splendor doesn't mean splendor more splendor. It's not that they didn't, you know, I guess they had nothing against those things. They had a totally different take. And the Gemara of Megillah explains that light means Torah, oruzu Torah, and brings a posik, Torah R, sasar is milah, because sasar nochi alim and it makes a drasha, uh, simcha is yamtov, simcha is yamtov, and Yikar is tefillin, because it says, hashem nikra alecha. So each one, simcha is not happiness, and joy is not joy, and Yikar glory is not glory, it's tera, it's bismillah, it's yantav, and Tillin'. I mean, what's wrong with joy? They were about to be annihilated. So what is wrong? What is wrong with having a little joy, and little simcha? Why did they have to train, change the Pashib Shat? So I, I wanted to say there's a wonderful little story about the Russian Empire back in the 70s when Brezhnev was the chairman. And there's a great stadium in Moscow and there's a big rally and, and the chairman gets up, Brezhnev gets up and he says, My dear comrades, by the year 2000, every family in the Soviet Union will have their own airplane. And the crowd roars with exhilaration. And suddenly a small voice emerged from beneath the throngs and screamed out, Mr. Premier, Mr. Premier, I do not understand. Why would a family in Moscow need an airplane? Everybody was quiet. There was stone silence. And then suddenly from nowhere a voice came out. You fool! Of course we'll need an airplane. Maybe there'll be potatoes in Kiev! You see, the Gemara is not happy with the airplane. What's good is joy? What good is happiness? What does it mean? What does Eugavalt mean? The Gemara feels that that's not enough. The Gemara feels a joy, and happiness, and And glory and splendor, that is really a celebration of something that they were missing. It's a reclamation of the things that were more spiritual than a simple smile. What is happiness? Happiness is meaningless unless you have where to put it. Joy, enlightenment, splendor, they have no value if it can't can't be attached to permanent spirituality back before the days when they uh, liberated us from the insanity of cigarette ads, but I remember there was a great ad for Kent. It goes, to a golfer, it's a hole-in-one, and to a jumper, it's a parachute jump. I forgot all the rhymes, but the the, the catch line, the tagline was, to a smoker, happiness is the taste of Kent. That's what happiness is for a smoker. Is that happiness? So the McGill felt that in the world of unfulfillment, what was happiness and splendor? It wasn't just plain. It wasn't the revelry of a fleeting moment of a perm drink or a local ce- celebration. It, they, that would not have been the announcer that they had happiness. They understood that the Jews were afraid to learn publicly because they didn't want to get get caught being identified for the slaughter that was to come they were afraid to give their children milah they were afraid to walk around with tefillin in the streets they were afraid to come celebrate Yantif. so happiness that is happiness, that is glory that is splendor, happiness that just ends in drinks and partying is, a, is as ludicrous as somebody giving people an airplane because he has to find some potatoes, it's worthless so this year, our Purim celebrations should be special. Our joy must be manifest in, in, in mitzvot and in helping the poor and giving out stalker. Our food and drink should include those who are less fortunate, uh, obviously, uh, according to the guidelines of the day. Shalachmonah's best should just be meaningful, more meaningful, and develop friendships with it. Because, you know, if you're looking for Purim for happiness without any spiritual meaning, I guess you might as well smoke a Kent. Have a wonderful yontif